At once Jesus realized that the power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? The disciples said, You see the crowd of people around you pressing against you, and yet you ask, Who touched me? Jesus, dozens of people have touched you. <laughs> His security guard had let down, had failed, had collapsed. <laughs> The great evangelist on the platform. You can't get close to him. He's got his security in array. But you could touch Jesus. <laughs> you could touch him. Pastors hide away in their offices, their ivory towers. They don't know where people live. They don't know the suffering that people go through when they come through them doors on Sunday. They don't care. They've got their little message to deliver. They've got their program to do. And I ain't got time for you. Enough of that stuff. I have seen preachers do it. Run from a platform to a side door to keep anybody from touching them, getting close to them. Throw them out. They're useless. Let me tell you about a, a preacher that I admire for one reason. Now, I don't know if he still does it, but when I saw him preach, he did. I seen him lay hands and over, on over, and that took 30 minutes to an hour. And then he turned to the congregation of, had to be 3,000 minimum, and he went right down there and started praying for every one of them. You won't see that on TV. And you know what that said to me? That said to me, it's time for preachers to come down out of their ivory towers and walk where Jesus walked and do what Jesus did and not be afraid that it's going to interrupt their little TV schedule, not be afraid that it's going to interrupt their little program, not be afraid that it won't look good on TV or that, it, that some folks in the congregation won't understand. They need to get off of that pedestal that they have put themselves on and get down here with the real people and get their hands dirty in ministry and pray for the sick and cast out devils and work with the people. Jesus walked among the common people, not the priests in the temple. I'm sorry, this shouldn't be preached to you. It's got nothing to do with you. I'll get off my soapbox and get back to preaching. I apologize. I just get irritated, folks. I've been in this business a few years, and I get irritated at the direction a lot of church is going. You want an interesting little project to do on your own time? Go on the Internet and look up the Reading Church in Reading, California. You might want to go to the 700 Club's website and search there because there's a church in Reading, California that is finally doing the works of Jesus. They are taking it to the street, and their people go out in teams and lay hands on the sick in parks and in grocery stores, and they are seeing people healed everywhere and delivered and set free. And beloved, to me, that church has got part of it right anyway, and that is that they are putting the ministry back in the hands of the people and saying the anointing is on you, the giftedness is in you. It's not a one-man show. It's not an idol worship. You know, one guy said to me one time, he said, did you Protestants accuse us Catholics of worshiping idols? He said, but you've got your popes too. Ouch. He said, you worship your preachers too. You worship your stars. I had to say, I'm guilty. Oh, me. But he woke me up. He made me realize something. Okay. You forgot all about what this was about by now, but anyway, this is it. She touched Jesus. Jesus wanted to know why or who, for this reason, I believe, that she stepped forward, that she have a direct face-to-face -face encounter with him, her Lord. Also, he wanted the other people around there to know that they could be healed without necessarily him having to touch them directly, and that's important. And not only that, he wanted her to know that he knew that she'd been healed. Wasn't no accident, wasn't no fluke, it wasn't magic, it was supernatural, divine 
act. He knew she'd been healed. Now, beloved, this morning, I want to tell you something. And we're not having you come forward at this point because that's not what this is about. This is about you touching God in the pew. So when you come in here, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit direct you because you may have a need that gets met before we ever get to an altar service right there in the pew. Somebody say amen. The Spirit of God quickening it to you. And now, church, watch this too, that the Spirit of God quickens something to you, a word or something to minister to somebody else. Be sensitive to that, okay? 